I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to episode 200 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on January 20th, 2016. I am Dan Gorman. I'm the one who learned how to rollerblade. I'm the one who got Foreman tickets pay-per-view, but you guys never give it up for the West Man. <laughs> My name is Casey Lyons, and this is supposed to be the best taco. What am I supposed to do? Eat the second best taco? Like some kind of asshole? <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and his orders were stupid. I hated him more than any cop I've ever known. Whoa. I just realized I'm never going to get to say that to his face. I mean, I can say it to his wife at the funeral, but it won't be the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. We are talking about another Winner's Choice film roulette um, versus one of us that went and saw Home Sweet Hell. Uh, we will be talking about a Dan Deacon album later. We'll get a Punishment album, and we'll roll for movies next week. Uh, but first, if you'd like to contact us, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. That helps a lot. Go to modernsuperior.com, comment on the discus threads, or tell all your friends about us in real life. Um, but before we get to all that... if you have any that, suggestions for... Because uh, uh, for uh, the listeners who aren't watching us live right now, uh-huh. we started streaming live on Periscope. Yep. So uh, if you want us to do anything, uh, some crazy bullshit, <laughs> just text me. <laughs> are we just jackass uh, now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hey, fall down mm-hmm. a set of stairs. I will do anything. <laughs> I've got stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll provide the stairs. Yeah. Like an A. Um, yeah, we're going to try the Periscope thing out. We have plans for maybe a uh, webcam stream on, on YouTube at yeah. some point. Real yeah, sexy gonna... show. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of... If you find pushing me down the stairs sexy. <laughs> Do. Which a lot of people yeah. talking about pop culture. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get into some news and movie stuff, though, before we t- get to film roulette. Mm-hmm. I've what? got a fuck ton of, yeah. of movie news. Well, I haven't watched any. No bragging. <laughs> well, you know, I can see myself <laughs> on the thing, and I'm like, look at that handsome fella. I better impress him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got a shit ton of news, but I haven't watched a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I watched a lot of things, but I have no news. Oh. Oh. You got the- chocolate in my peanut butter. <laughs> Well, I wrote down there's a couple things that ha- – there's three big things that happened since last week, uh-huh. uh, two of which happened this week that we can start talking about right now. So Pee Wee Herman. Oh, yeah. Trailer for the, the – trailer. Uh, yeah. Big holiday. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. For Netflix. Netflix Sold. movie. Yeah. Co-written by Paul Rust. Yeah. And mm. this has been a thing that's been in pre-production, I yeah. guess, for like 
years and oh, years yeah. and years. Because I remember hearing Paul Rust talk about it, um, like yeah. at least three years ago. They on, were talking uh, about it on CBB funny. too. Yeah, yeah. CBB, NNF, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I could ab- I could abbreviate a lot of different things right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so that looks awesome. It's a little it it they don't show too much. No, but I, yeah. I'm sold. Yeah, I, That's, I would like yeah. To see they that. showed me enough to be insanely uh, interested. I saw him on the uh, Comedy Bang Bang TV show, yeah. Pee Wee, and that was terrific. Did you guys yeah. see the live thing that he did? No, I, I never either. did. Which the they, old, like, the they new, taped the newest a new one. one. Yeah. Oh, like another, a couple like a, years ago. Like because I've seen the like the original Pee Wee's Playhouse yeah. or whatever, which is not for kids at all. Yeah. Um, like the, the stage production, the improv one with like. Didn't you just get that on VHS? I did get the first whatever he put did. Yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Van Phil Hartman's weird. in that? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Co-wrote he, it too. Yeah, yeah, he did one that was like a comeback like recently. Huh. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. It was like a stage show. Yeah. Because Pee Wee wasn't for kids right away. Huh. It was that stuff, which was yeah. definitely not for kids. And then the the other way he blew up was on MTV. Mm-hmm. He was like a weird like Nardwar or something like that. <laughs> just like uh, walking around uh, irritating people. Let's let's differentiate him from Nardwar. <laughs> I like Nardwar. I like Nardwar too. <laughs> I know. Everybody likes Nardwar. I don't understand it. He he really offended me one time and and ever Personally, since he came to your house and <laughs> yeah. he came to my house, he slapped the shit out of me. Fuck you, Casey. <laughs> and then he went <laughs> No, he said he said some dumb shit to David Cross and I'm like, David Cross is better than you. Yeah, mm. David Cross did some dumb shit though too. <laughs> he really has, but for some reason, I'm just yeah. I have this uh, allegiance. Um, on the Paul Rust uh, uh, tip, he got that trailer for Love out, another Netflix joint. Oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, Judd Apatow, I guess has did he direct or produce or uh, I'm think not pr- sure. I think just produce, but it's well, it's did like he just uh, show up and ask him to make it uh, yeah. all longer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some ideas. <laughs> Stretch this out. <laughs> Somebody else directed it, and then he added three hours onto it. <laughs> Yeah. Of fucking dumb jokes. Uh, it's a series. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah. Right. I think it looks fucking awesome. looks so good. I wasn't sure if it was a series or not. That's not clear in the trailer. It's really not. It doesn't say anywhere. <laughs> yeah. No. I think it is a series. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Looks good. But everything it in the trailer happens, I think, from one episode, or it seems like it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this could go either way. Um, And then the other thing that I wrote down was the teaser, or I guess full trailer for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, yeah. The Cloverfield sequel. Huh. Yeah. Let's get into that. Sure. Yeah. Because there's a lot to unpack with that. Okay. Um, first of all, the trailer looks fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's a phenomenally edited trailer. Yes. Yeah. Now the downside. Apparently, it's not a Cloverfield movie at all. No. They just tacked some Cloverfield bullshit onto a movie that was originally called Valencia. Yes. Um, and then also then called The Cellar. Uh, really? A movie that didn't really do that well with test audiences. So in order to sell it, or or not to sell it, but in order to create a buzz around yeah, it, yeah. they just turned it into a tangential uh, Cloverfield movie. Oh. Yeah. Well, I can understand. Well, that sucks. I, I can see. <laughs> I was so bummed. I can see, like, if it's a movie that takes place in a bunker from the trailer and... I'm going to assume we never really find out what's going on outside of the bunker that I could see how you could do that without actually affecting the movie that much. Yeah, I mean, right. But and I, and I, I also know that I know this though. It's all yeah. ruined. Like I know it's that like it was somebody, you know, test audiences didn't like regarding Henry. Yeah. So they were like star Wars. Part <laughs> eight, regarding Henry, regarding yeah. Solo. Regarding Han. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, and I mean, test audiences are stupid, so they might have not, just not liked it, and it was still a good movie. I don't yeah. know what, how, but I also Maybe felt like I'm just like, what a cheap fucking thing to do. Yeah, like because I've been waiting for a Cloverfield sequel because as many problems as I have with the original uh, Cloverfield, uh, it's There's so some great fun. Stuff in there though, yeah. it's super fun to watch. Oh, yeah, cool. totally, and rewatchable. Yeah, I um, feel like um, I saw a lot of people like um, reporting on it as if it was some new prop, like new thing that jj had kept under wraps and how great it was of him to like keep this like under wraps until now and i was just thinking like i remember when when they announced like the movie they said that she was going to be in it and it's going to be this sci-fi movie and like like there's articles you can go back to like two years ago announcing this movie it just was under a different name like you said so it wasn't like some feat of like oh jj he's always keeping the secrecy i love that guy it was just like no there was no they announced it and then they changed the name and nobody really remembers that. <laughs> but they announced no. it as a as Cloverfield? A mov- no, well, they announced it as a movie about right. a science fiction movie in a cellar with a different name. But they got, apparently, they got Dan Casey and uh, Damien Chazelle. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. <laughs> yeah. Or sexily enough. Uh, but those are the dudes who did, like, Whiplash. Yeah. Yeah. And then that other fucking movie, bonkers movie that you guys talked about. Uh, so they they did some reshoots and some okay. I don't know rewrites and stuff like that. So who knows? Maybe maybe they'll have turned it into something. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like now it's tainted for me knowing. Maybe, that. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Hopefully yeah. it's good. Yeah, I mean yeah. I'm, I'm excited. The trailer is so good. And, yeah, you know John Goodman. So yeah, um, I always love that. Makes up for a lot generally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what have you guys been watching then? Mm. Uh, well, there's actually still what, are there news? A couple of news things. Yeah. Uh, first of all, there's pretty big news. Uh, pretty big, sad, unfortunate, shitty news uh, that everybody knows by now. But uh, you know that Alan Rickman is gone. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 What a what a bummer. Yeah. What an intense year this has been. Super. So and and even since like a few days ago, there's been even yeah, more. Glenn Fry, Glenn died. Fry is yeah. dead now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I feel like every year starts with just a pop 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 pop. Like here's a bunch of people you love. Goodbye. Not like this, though. This is like because pretty... I feel like last year there was a few right off the top. And we, I seem to remember all of us going, "What the fuck, 2015?" Yeah. Like, actually, yeah. Not, now that I think about it, but I mean, this. I guess this is just, pretty intense. It's like, like the size no. of Bowie. Once that yeah. happens, yeah. it kind of. I still, yeah. I still can't really wrap my head around that. And it also makes like Alan Rickman is maybe not as larger story to yeah. celebrity as David Bowie, but it no, makes but, but the two but he's big enough that the two of them dying within vicinity of each other makes it seem like a conspiracy. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And I mean Rickman is gonna be huge for a few different generations because for us he's Hans Gruber. I mean yeah. for everybody he's Hans Gruber, but he's also like with the Harry Potter films, which is an enormous franchise to so many people and like a near and dear one and his uh, storyline in that is maybe the most interesting. I don't yeah. know. And the character is oh, he's, beloved. You know, he, Snape he's is, definitely one of the only reasons to watch those movies. <laughs> There's a couple, you know, yeah, i got to rewatch them. I, uh, I've i seen all of them except for the last one. Yeah. Because I watched a buddy of mine lent me all the Blu-rays just before the last one came out in theaters. And I watched them all. I'm like, these are a lot of fun. I really enjoy these. Yeah. And I was like, i got to go to the theaters to see the last <laughs> one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I never went. And now... Um, I don't like if you if I had to tell somebody the story of Harry Potter, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I've seen all of, all of them, but I'm like, yeah, I don't know. There's it's a, just a bunch of things. Yeah, that Wizard happened. Boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a stupid game. I, I believe there's a car. Wizard Boy. <laughs> there's a stupid game. There's a car. Yeah, and then there's the man One with time no there nose. Was, there was spiders. Oh yeah, no nose guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. I would have left that out. Old, old no nose, <laughs> but I think he's pretty <laughs> integral yeah, no, to great. the story. And I thoroughly was enjoying it while I watched it. Yeah. 
It's all gone. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I know I'm not watching the first I, two. I don't know. <laughs> when I, when I watch it again, though, I do know I'm not watching the first two. I'm starting no, at three. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, because the first mm-hmm. two are bad. It, first, oh, okay. I don't like well, the first two. Because I, I, I recently tried to get back into it mm-hmm. so yeah. that I could at least you know find something about it. But yeah, yeah I think I tried the first two, and I was yeah, like, yeah. this is so pointless because Three there's no there's no fucking... Like, it's all just like, ooh, we're in this sticky situation. Yeah. Well... Spelly McSpellerson, and then everything is fucking fine. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. I, it gets it's just lazy get writing. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. What else? I got a, a couple more things. First of all, Jamie Fox is a hero. Did you guys know about that? What? Jamie Fox uh, saved somebody from a burning car. Whoa! What? I just thought I'd shout out Jamie Fox. Okay. Good for fucking <laughs> him. You know, everybody's like all up in Jamie Fox's butt for being like shitty or whatever. But Are I they? don't know when someone's in a burning car. He will save what, Are people in his butt? <laughs> is he shitty? I think people are in his butt for being shitty. Really? Yeah. Jamie Foxx? From is last it because he makes mostly not good movies? or <laughs> It might be, but I think also like his public persona is that he's like a real shithead or something. Yeah, no, I think really? maybe he's a dick. Yeah, I, I feel yeah, like I've heard that. that. I know he's like a weirdo. Doesn't he have like, a tattoo on his head? Does he? I feel like he's got a tattoo in the back of his head. Well, I don't think that... Ne- well, I mean, it just makes you somebody who makes poor choices. Well, but yeah. <laughs> except for our listeners who have tattoos on the back of their heads. You're doing Yours right. are cool. Do you- <laughs> Wait, does one of our listeners have a tattoo oh, on the back yeah. of their Adam, Adam Wagner doesn't like our tattoo shaming. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> easy, Dad. It is a form of body shaming. <laughs> yeah. So in a way, we're dicks. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think he was thinking, everybody thinks I'm a dick, and he's been walking around waiting for like something that he can do, and he do you saw think he like, a car? Do you think he set the fire? <laughs> you yeah. think he caused that? Do you think he unbreaks? Unbreakable the situation. <laughs> spoiler alert. Or, or at least you think I don't in know that if that's an unbreakable spoiler. Yeah, uh, that's a very confusing unbreakable spoiler. Is it? But that's what happened in Unbreakable, isn't it? No, no, he didn't set a car fire to rescue somebody from it. No, but he set up all of these well, things now you're to spoiling find... Unbreakable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> all right then. What else, Casey? <clears throat> um. Yeah. A couple more things. The Netflix schedule came out. There's some stuff in it. Hmm. Uh, what? Some stuff that I meant to look up in August. The Get Down comes out. Uh, oh, yeah, no. Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, but which I hate. But I don't hate Baz Luhrmann. I don't know him as a person, but yeah. I don't like his movies. I like some of his movies. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've liked any of his. I've never seen Strictly Ballroom, it's so great. maybe that would be good. I've yeah. heard that. I, w- I went to it begrudgingly. I had no interest in seeing something called <laughs> when it came out too. Yeah. As a teenager, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> And then that no, was terrific. Nice. Just terrific. Yeah. yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> That's what you said. That's right. Get Down looks good. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. it's super interesting, and it's co-produced by Grandmaster Flash, and that yeah. makes me kind of want to watch it. Yeah, fair enough. Um, what else? What else? Uh, there was a petition online on, like, change.org to get Colin Trevorrow replaced from directing uh, episode nine. Really? Uh, who cares with your change.org shit? <laughs> Why? Sorry, Dan. Just trying to report the night. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, whenever, you know... Whenever a like change.org thing like that is going around, it's like stop the guy that made like a bazillion dollars for <laughs> for Universal Pictures or and whatever. Yeah, like the they're is, not gonna fucking listen to you. Yeah. I don't think it's his <laughs> fault that, that no. Jurassic World was a shitty Definitely not. Uh, or what we, I thought was we've a shitty proven movie. a lot of times we don't really need the greatest directors in the world to have yeah. a good name the director of Star of Jedi. Do it. Do uh, it. Name him. Lawrence Cassadan. No, no, he's a writer. Anybody? Uh, what you got? No phones. No, on, uh, no, no, I can do it. Nobody I can knows do it. who the fuck it is. Uh, wait, of... Uh, um, Jedi. Richard Jedi. Jedi. Uh, Mark Hand. What's his name? Yeah, uh, Mark Hand. Uh, something Mark Hand. <laughs> Richard, Mark, Richard Mark Hand. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I did it. What do I get? <laughs> what happened? 
<laughs> anyway, name another movie by him. Uh... Jimmy and the Listen, the guy who made all the dinosaurs run around and chase <laughs> yeah. Chris Pratt can do it. Yeah. It's fine. As long as the script's good and we got all the people there, it's going to be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this ahead. is a big by-committee movie anyway. There's yeah, not going to exactly. be an identifiable voice. Exactly. There was a lot of my Star Wars. Yeah. There was a lot of J.J. Uh, Abrams in the new one, sure. but he set the tone. So yeah, it's just basically going to yeah. be, uh, you know, what's his name there and Jimmy Jam Flams. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I ran yeah, out of yeah. sentence there. <laughs> Definitely, but uh, but yeah. So the but but they want to uh, replace him with George Lucas, and I'm like, I don't think yeah. there could Why? be no, a that's bigger a terrible mistake. idea. Who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah. George Lucas didn't even like the new Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, there's, is that I a thing? Just, people are trying to do that. People are trying to. But yeah. Why? Uh, and and honestly, I'm pretty sure if there was enough, like I'm pretty sure George Lucas would do it. I think his ego and his attachment to uh, to Star Wars is big enough that he would do it. I don't know. We don't need... Uh, yeah, it's just uh, dumb. It's just well, so anyway, dumb. it's not going to happen. Yeah. I signed... Oh, a, it's not going to happen. No, no. no uh, yeah. I've signed it, petitions to get a dread sequel. I know. It's on a hundred of them. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> they got a ton of names. And yeah. they're all like, no thanks. Yeah. I love the idea of turning it into a show, though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as they show. retain some of that cast, though, man. That's part of it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Casey, what was next? Is that it? Okay, one final thing that yeah. just blew my fucking mind. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, on Broadway, right now, there is a production of Misery that yeah. was adapted by William Goldman, who wrote who wrote the film adaptation. Yeah. So you've got William Goldman writing the thing, a stage play, starring, and tell me if this doesn't blow your fucking minds, Bruce Willis uh, as James Caan, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and fucking Laurie Metcalf oh, as Annie wow. Wilkes. Nice. Bruce Willis... Seems inexplicable to me. Yeah, uh, doing anything on stage. Yeah, but then Laurie Metcalf as Annie Wilkes yeah. is mind blowing. Wow, how fucking great she would be! Definitely. So Bruce Willis is gonna have to like memorize all these words. That's and the thing. Yeah. I feel like stage. he wouldn't do it. I feel like he just <laughs> he'd just be like, I'll like the, the next just, day uh, he'd be like, this thing's still going. <laughs> I gotta do it again. <laughs> just put it in one of the books there, and I'll just pretend it's one of the books I'm writing. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll be like, I'll just uh, no, it this you. time let's do uh, Tommy Knockers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my knockers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. Yeah. I forgot we had our own pronunciation. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, what have you guys been watching then, uh, Greg? Uh, what what's what's up? I saw some stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Okay. Ooh, what'd you think? Uh, Jesus Christ, did I ever love that movie? Yeah. Um, I was wondering because, it, like I said in the last episode, it is a movie that I feel like it can go. It, it's been divisive, so you never I, know how I, it's going to rub some people. I don't understand at all. I don't know how it could be. Yeah. It's such a s- sincere and honest, uh, really, really likable and yeah. welcoming movie. That just guts you totally, you know. And I watched, uh, I watched it all the way through, and I cried like a bastard. Yeah, the and, ending with the then, Brian Eno song is yeah. just oh my god. And Athena had fallen asleep, <laughs> and I was like, I watched the end. I'm like, just you can just watch it, uh, you know. He's like, no, I want to see it now. And I'm like, okay. So I watched it again immediately. Just <laughs> cried again. <laughs> I was like, this is terrible. Yeah. Um, but what a wonderful, beautiful, hilarious, totally, uh, yeah, sincere movie. And I felt like. This was the first movie I'd seen in quite some time that had uh, that was looking at teenagers being teenagers doing high school things that yeah. felt um, like a little bit keyed in. Yeah, I'm not saying it can jump up there and be a John Hughes movie mm-hmm. because those were it wasn't quite like that, but they yeah. captured the right energy. Yeah, and enough of the right energy was there with a few things that I was like, maybe somebody's finally 
done one that wasn't, you know, yeah. she's all that or something for teenagers, but, you know. I know you, it's a uh, different kind of beast, but... You said that it's not, you know, it's it's like John Hughes, but obviously not that. Yeah. But it, it really does kind of feel like John Hughes, like a new generation's John Hughes. Sure. Because it's not trying to be John Hughes, it's just... No, it it's smart, it's that, funny, it's got honesty and truth and to it. And it. Yeah. it lets kids be clever and, and say fun little things, okay. but there's still an emotional heart to it. Yeah, and I and I do think that there's, a, there's an element to that movie that... A allows kids to be shitty mm-hmm. like the main character i feel like a lot of the divisiveness came down to people thinking like oh he's so selfish and the only way he'll learn a lesson is by like this friend dying or whatever yeah, but teenager. i was like yeah <laughs> yeah but like yeah he's so like self-centered and so narcissistic and it's like yeah like when you're a teenager that's what you think yeah. you're like i am everything yeah the world it revolves around me yeah but see that from a lead yeah. character not that he's you know what he's always going to do the right thing yeah and fall in love with her or do whatever the fucking yeah. people are supposed to do you know in totally movies. but they they show you also that you know he's you know, narcissistic and self-centered because it's entirely his defense mechanism yeah. from having to actually be emotionally touched by anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he's forced to be emotionally touched by someone because they fucking die and leave him, yeah. he has nothing. Yeah. He has nothing left. He's completely broken down. Yeah. And there's something fucking inherently beautiful. Yeah. About yeah. That. And his performance was fucking fantastic. Definitely. Really, again, authentic. And I loved how easy the humor rolled out of the characters. Yeah. You know, nothing was pushed too big, not like a bunch of like showy gags or anything like that, mm-hmm. but like conversational humor. Yeah. And uh, I don't know anybody's name. I don't know any of the actor's name. But that and that guy who played Earl yeah. is oh, the fucking so best. Fuck, is he great? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Everybody, everybody was so yeah. good in this. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> Black box. We're just pumping <laughs> the hits out for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, what a fucking film. Yeah, I, I adored it. And being and watching the the last half hour immediately after having just seen it was. It was just a treat. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was just very. I watched that movie over and over again. I yeah, think. It was I such a. I really, time. really was like trying not to cry <laughs> in the theater. Yeah, sure. Oh uh, yeah, I just I was like, well, I don't want to cry. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm at home. Like the little, <laughs> I'm just like cry just, here. and it's not like a spoiler if you haven't heard seen the movie. And I feel like I said it before on the show, but like the when when he sees the little like dioramas of their little like hangouts and stuff. Oh God. I was just like, Ugh! yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of just like layered yeah. hits of emotion for <laughs> the last like 15 minutes of that yeah. movie. I get you definitely. Yeah, um, good one. Um, I watched a couple things, nothing super major, so I'll go through a couple really short things. I've been compiling a list of documentaries on YouTube that I want to watch, like not like movie documentaries, but sort yeah. of uh, like television documentaries and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I watched a documentary about the creation of Tetris, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, the guy that created Tetris basically got like nothing, which was crazy because basically Russia owned the software instead of him. And then all the people that made like American versions of Tetris were just like, yeah, we got the rights. Woo! Off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> it's cr- it's a really cool story. Um, and it's just like the crazy story. It's a really of, cool story of Americans winning and, and Russians yeah. losing. And That's a good it's, it's, re- it's really crazy. Like the guy, one of the guys trying to make an American version of Tetris brings the box in. And like the, the like Russian guys like, you don't have the rights to do this. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, look, I got it from this company. Who got it from that company? He's like, we didn't give that company the, like, the trail back. It's a cool it's a cool movie. It's interesting. What's it called? It's called Tetris from Russia with Love. Hmm. Um, and then I watched uh, a short documentary called Terminal Bar about a bar in New York City that was very interesting that the, um, the bartender basically took black and white photos of all the regulars that came through this CD bar. And that was really interesting. 
definitely check that out. But I also I watched a movie called Ghetto Blaster. Which yeah, I sent you, to you guys. Uh, yes. <laughs> you seem very enthused. From 1989, produced by David Dakota. Um, yeah, who, who, it, for, for those who don't know, uh, David Dakota is a uh, uh, favorite of ours. Yeah, yeah wonderful filmmaker. And and so this movie Ghetto Blaster is like a Death Wish style movie where, you know, man comes back from the war and finds his neighborhood has been taken over by gangs. Yeah. And, you know, they like murder somebody in his family and he's got to get back at them. Yeah, which I love that premise, it's man. Su- we were it's... talking about that in the thread, but that's such a winning premise. Yeah, yeah and there's not enough of that. Yeah, these yeah. Days. <laughs> well, because it's super racist. <laughs> almost <laughs> no, it always. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't <laughs> have to be. <laughs> but it almost no, it's always is. has got to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> but you think every movie should be racist. <laughs> no, but or you're a racist. It's not winning because it, that's why we don't see them anymore, right? Because it's like this idea of, you know, I'm going to go, this white man's going to go into this area that's, you know, he's gonna clean up the streets by murdering a bunch of gang members like this movie is super racist yeah but it's also insane yeah at one point the main character dresses up like a clown and then ties a guy in the park who's like waiting for a drop of drugs up with balloons and he's like these balloons have gas in them and if you move i'll pop them and you'll blow up <laughs> and it's like wait what what <laughs> that's that's pretty great although i am uh, back on he was waiting for a drop of drugs yeah like is it, that a unit of measurement like it was a drop days? point Oh, like they were going to drop yeah. off the drug. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I'll have one drop of drugs, please. <laughs> yeah, and then there's another scene, like there's another drop point, and he puts little uh, mouse traps in there with razors in them. The guy reaches in for the drop, and he's like, ouch! <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. And that it does is, sound pretty dumb. It is crazy. It is, it is very entertaining. Usually you put those movies on, I said to you guys, it, it passes the 30-minute test because you yeah. put YouTube movies on like from the 80s or whatever, and you're like, yeah, nah, yeah, skip, yeah, yeah. skip. Sure. This one. Had so much insane shit in it. That's so good. Yeah, I gotta watch definitely that. watch it. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. Oh, really? From my from oh, my shit, perspective, yeah. I watched all kinds of junk. What did I, you check yeah, out? I haven't been watching anything uh, because all I can watch now is Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. It's taken over my life. It's the best show. It's fucking insane. It's so good. I don't know if our listeners have seen season three, uh-huh. but uh, there's something in there <laughs> that is one of the best things I I've ever seen. I forgotten about that entirely until you texted me one word from that season, and I was like, what is... Oh, right. And that word, for those who know... Was the. Is... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. The. Oh, season three. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that word was lawnmower. Yeah. Um, very good. Uh, it's a good man. Uh, oh, the lawnmower man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't care. For Pretty him. good man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Season three. It's been a few years anyway, so it didn't pop right into my head. But is that where? Where? Uh, what season are you on now? Uh, we've just started season four. Yeah. Uh, where? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to. Re- I mean, it's such an old show yeah for all this show but i want people to go back and watch it or people who haven't watched it i want to urge them to watch it so yeah. i don't know what to say sure but uh season four season four okay great i don't remember what happens i have to i don't even know how many seasons i've seen <laughs> seen all of it i just don't remember because it, it gets broken up as it goes so i feel like it's seven but it's probably only five whatever it's yeah. a fucking terrific show the script is just so consistently amazing yeah it's fantastic yeah. and you know what blows my mind too is how much uh matthew weiner writes for it mm-hmm. because like normally you see uh a creator or showrunner like um gets the show off the ground directs yeah. a lot of it writes a lot of it and then as the seasons go by they write less and less of it they have less yeah. and less to do with yeah or even construction just drops out before, uh, yeah right like they'll 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 probably uh you know craft the 
the character arcs and whatnot, uh, That's or the why story Oz arc. Went to, or not Oz, uh, Lost went to shit. Because it started off like, hey, we're doing this. Okay, you guys finish it up. What's it about? Nah, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> what, what do you think it's about? <laughs> but uh, Oz is a show where I can't remember the creator's name, but he co- wrote or co-wrote every single episode of that entire series. Yeah. It was Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> Um, which uh, again, it, it it holds a different kind of shape. Then instead of bumping it off, you well, know? I mean, it's it's why. I mean, I don't really watch South Park anymore, but it's why South Park uh, has retained exactly what South Park is. Yeah, uh, because Trey Parker and Matt Stone are like, no, we we don't. You can't throw a bunch of money at us. Just let us keep making this by ourselves. Yeah, totally. and leave us the fuck alone. Um, and they've said that they're they're like the reason the Simpsons is shitty is because it's. Uh, it's made by comedian. Yeah, yeah. You've seen uh, that uh, little uh, behind the scenes, like making of a South Park episode. Oh yeah, right? six, six. What is it? Six days to air or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it's man. fucking brilliant. That's so and good. I, I yeah. love Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and yet I hate them also because they're just dicks. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I, I love their creative process. I love them as creative people. Yeah. But it, it, it's a crazy creative process. But at the same time, you're like, this is destructive. Yeah, like when the one which I can't remember if it was Trey or I guarantee or Matt, it's Trey. He's who was just dead. like yeah. sitting in his room eating like awful food, just like like grinding, grinding, grinding away, and you're just like, oh man, this is like it's like when you watch the SNL docs and you just see that they're up all night. You're yeah, like, yeah. I get why this works. Yeah, you can't do that much coke <laughs> yeah. and you keep yeah. this train <laughs> a row. It's gonna go awry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's just like, look, I I don't like Family Guy. I I think that. Uh, that Seth MacFarlane is a very unfunny <laughs> hard, 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 periscope uh, is is a is a very unfunny human being. But I also don't like when South the South Park guys like just rip on them all yeah. the time because it's like yeah everybody yeah. gets that you guys are the intelligent, genuinely funny people. Yeah, you don't have to slap down you know the the class idiot who's just trying to tell a joke. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> totally. So but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. What, what else? else have you seen, Greg? I uh, let's see. I watched Black Mass. Oh, oh why? Yeah. Well, because it's hard to gotta, stay awake and yeah. watch things uh, with a baby. Yeah, you know. Uh, but also, you, you need to not because you, you know you're Check not going to make it through a single viewing. Like I need to put something on that I know that I can just kind of yeah, that yeah, I don't really whatever care. to yeah. right. And I think maybe it is worth it just to see a couple of the performances yeah, yeah, are yeah. fucking great. And I was curious about it. I know the story fairly well, and I've seen the documentaries, so it's like I want to see how they handled this yeah. and what kind of a movie it is. And uh, let me tell you, it's the kind of movie that isn't very good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh. yeah not very good at all. Um, Joel Edgerton is terrific. Mm-hmm. It's Yeah, it's almost worth it just to see him because yeah. he's fucking great. He's so great. And Johnny Depp had some moments that I really liked, some very menacing moments here and there. But some of it was really not very great at all, I, I felt. Some of the scenes, it just didn't – it just was – it wasn't grounded in yeah. anything. He's just like – Look at my fucking hair. Yeah, look yeah, what I'm doing. Look at, look at these crazy eyes. He yeah. can he can wear one of my tooths the wrong color. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he suffers very much from the same thing that makes me not be the hugest fan of Leonardo DiCaprio. Of, of where it's just very clear that while he is being very charismatic on screen, yeah. he's very clearly acting at you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think I think I don't remember if it was Casey or I that said about Black Mass. Like it was me. 
<laughs> that said like boop 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 oh yeah that was you <laughs> that, that sounds like me <laughs> I would say that that said I, like it's the kind of movie that you like while you're watching it and then event or like yeah, you enjoy it enough while you're watching it and then you're like wait a minute yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah while it was always you're you like know, okay. I was always uh, every you know, scene is fairly interesting mm, entertained by what yeah. I was looking at never really invested but I'm like I didn't want to stop watching yeah. by any means. And it's, and it's a movie that just stops. Yeah. Yep. Like the climax isn't really a climax because there's no building of tension yeah. or building of a story arc or anything like that. It's just like, look at all these fucking guys. Yeah. All right, now stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm, yeah, I, so. I, I think that is the last line of dialogue. Yeah. Is stop looking at these fucking guys. <laughs> Um, well, on the DVD, I heard they're going to dub over, look at all these fucking guys over the names on the credits. Like, <laughs> 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 probably better that way. Uh, look at these guys, too. Look at this fucking <laughs> gaffer. Yeah, they were, they were. Um, and, like, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good people in it. Kevin Bacon's in there, and he's really good. And yeah. Corey Stoll shows up. And, like, uh, yeah, yeah, Kevin Bacon is good enough. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Not enough uh, screen time for, I don't know, somebody who's a little more, I don't know. Anyway. It, it, when it's on Netflix, sure, watch it. I'd say watch yeah. the documentary. Just watch instead. the documentary. Yeah, yeah documentary is great. The story is much, much better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I think they either could have gotten somebody who looked more like Whitey Bulger, or the just don't worry about dressing him up too much because yeah. it seemed too much like a parlor trick. Like, yeah. look at what we did to Johnny Depp's face. That's and that that's the entire movie to me. Yeah, because mm-hmm. look what Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp will shave the top of his yeah. head for a roll <laughs> again. Yeah, I know. We've seen him do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded uh, me in that way of um, oh shit. I just had the movie with uh, J. Edgar. Yeah, yeah. with oh, Leo, man. which That's was just like unwatchable. Yeah, Did you guys what, both see? I really I see want to see it. No, I've seen like ten minutes. And I was like, I can't do yeah, this. I had to watch it in theater. That's why I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. So long. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll be a punishment movie one of these days. But I already had to sit through. Yeah, yeah. You watch it again. How about that? See if you've uh, learned anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, like the prosthetic, and a couple of things with it, like fine, do the hair. Uh, uh, you know that's okay. But the uh, the contacts, whatever, to lighten mm-hmm. his eyes were too light. Yeah, so he looked like some kind of spooky gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Which is the alternate title for that movie? Is he? Uh, is he possessed? Yeah, <laughs> it looks a little too weird, right? And then I spent too much of the movie going, "Ooh, spooky gangster." I was wondering where that was going to go. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and why I just started singing. <laughs> um, I spent too much of the movie going. Uh, did they do something to his nose? Yeah, is his nose? Yeah, nose? right. Me too. <laughs> like in some angles, I'm like, they did something to his nose. Yeah, too pointy. <laughs> too pointy for one man. It's the same thing that that distracted me in Looper, because I yeah. was sure they did something to uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They, they did. Yeah, but you guys pre- you guys told me that they didn't. I didn't tell you that. I don't know you who did. told you that. What do you mean? You can tell from the poster. You guys laughed His face at me. Doesn't look like that. Stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, Black Mass. Yeah, I don't know. Play with your phone while it's on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, more like Black Mess. <laughs> right, uh-huh. Let's see some hearts on Periscope for that. <laughs> yeah, just give me, give me. Like, what else? Uh, did you well, watch? Okay, and then I also watched uh, Bridge of Spies. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, Spielberg, that, right? I did. Yeah, Casey. Um, so yeah, that's a movie. I don't know. Not everyone's watching us on our tiny. Not <laughs> there's more people listening than the five people who are doing this. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Bridge of Spies. I while watching, it, I'm like, man, this movie should have been advertised differently and had a different different title, because. It's. I really was enjoying myself quite a bit. I'm like, yeah. it's. It's a good. But like, you kept going. Where's the bridge? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too no, many just, spots. It's not feels, enough bridge. Everything about the way that movie was sold to me through trailers, through posters, everything. I was like, boring. I don't yeah. care. 
I don't want to see it. And then I'm watching. I'm like, well, this is if they had packaged this like something like a Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Yeah, you know, like this is not an action spy movie. This right. is a thinking spy movie, and it's a really cool true story. That they didn't really fuck around with too much. They pretty much tell it straight up. I mean, obviously, they yeah. make things a little more patriotic here and there and a, a really poor choice at the end of the movie. Um, but uh, I was like, I really like this script. This is, you know, the the characters are great. The mm-hmm. performances are fucking terrific. Mark Rylance is nominated. He was really, really good. And uh, Tom Hanks is, well, you know, he's pretty good at acting. Yeah, just a bit. Um, and uh, he's a guy who, no matter, no matter how famous he is, he's in something I'm usually pretty keyed in. He's, you know? no, he's yeah, he's, well, he's just not, working. like, acting for the screen. He's no, just no. being the character. Mm-hmm. So good. And he does it so effortlessly in this movie. Yeah, and it's a, Spielberg has this quality of, uh, Athena and I were trying to put our finger on it while we were watching the film, and it's just, he creates such a warmth, even in a, a stark kind of thriller or whatever yeah. like this, there's such a warmth to it and such a feeling of movie that I was watching, and I'm like, fuck, you know, and I will watch this movie again someday, because yeah. it's just, it yeah. just feels so comfortable. Um, he has just really a magic that is completely all of his own, because this is nowhere near the best Spielberg movie. You know, it's probably not even close to a top 20. Right. Uh, but, boy, is it terrific to watch. And I, It's kind of forgettable at the, at the end, because like... it's another movie that just stops being a movie, yeah. and then we're done. And, well, you know, oh, he man, goes... I hated that last little bit with the fucking jumping over the... Yeah, come on. I got it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally it's like it. it's so like does he. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like the rat at the end of the departed. Yeah. We get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well. But yeah, so uh that one I would recommend. Okay. And because it is it's I've more than just to. like some clunky, you know, uh yeah. American pride fucking war I think movie. they did like mess up on the because because I would it's like, the last half an hour of the movie is a bit of a strain though it's like but it okay, wasn't we already know that this is the conflict and that's what they want and that's yeah. what you want don't say it three times in okay. a row I don't need to see that yeah, yeah but yeah I agree with you on the because because I didn't see it because I didn't see a lot of ads for it and when yeah. I did in the posters it was just like oh Tom Hanks in in like something that looks like it's not going to be very interesting yeah it, like, no it's super from the poster. It, like, First ten minutes will absolutely yeah. get you. So I promise gonna, you. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, no, it's worth watching for sure. It isn't best picture or fucking mm-hmm. all this jazz or whatever, but uh, no, really, really good. Way yeah. better than yeah. Black Mass. <laughs> yeah. Tell you that. Hey guys, more like Black Mass. Hey. I don't. I don't get it. You don't understand it? <laughs> no. It was pretty cerebral. <laughs> <laughs> think about it for a minute. Um, anything else? I think I'm out. Okay. Greg, I, uh, is that about it? I don't know. I want some chopped. Oh, sweet. <laughs> What's in them baskets? Yeah. Yeah. What? I like me some Food Network <laughs> television yeah, programming. Man. Watch Chopped? You've so, never seen Chopped? Yeah. Chopped. Well, that, <laughs> that doesn't the, help me have, <laughs> having seen Also, it. they don't say that. Uh, <laughs> they did in the original promos for the first season. Okay, fine. Uh, Dan's just having some kind we of... We got some hearts on Periscope for Chopped. Yeah. So. Chopped. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they bring on... It's like a, a competitive cooking show. They bring four people on, four like, uh, chefs from wherever, you know, yeah. restaurateurs and whatnot. And they uh, have to cook a uh, appetizer, a main course, and a dessert. But each time they all use the exact same, uh, like, or they get four key ingredients they have to use. Isn't yeah. that every single? No, no, because they open a basket, they don't know what the fuck it's going to be, and yeah. it's crazy shit. <laughs> uh, like I was watching today, what are they? Uh, or last night? Never mind. You know what? Can't remember the name of the weird fruit they made them use. Apparently, it smells like garbage though. Uh, durian. <laughs> yeah. 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 Durian, like green jello. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, fake crab meat and, uh, <laughs> and Cheetos. Crab. Sweet. 
All right. Well, all of those things on their own. Yeah. Could be a meal for me. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I went to college. What they do, get some crab, <laughs> yeah. Make oh, some yeah, crab uh, encrusted in Cheetos or something. Well, one guy made like. I like, call them Cheetos. He, he crushed it. He, he made like uh, fish sticks. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, and I was like, I'd eat that. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Why not? <laughs> but anyway, it's uh, as far as uh, cooking competition yeah. shows go or like. It's much better than watching like Hell's Kitchen, which is just crazy. Oh man, I was made up drama. I was into that for a while. First, yeah, (laughs) for the first couple seasons. Shut up! (laughs) Is that is that the the one with uh, Chef Fuck? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's the one. I like Chop. Chop's pretty good. Yeah, right. Totally. I can't Uh be bothered with any of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well then, should we get into film roulette then? All right, let's do it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Film Relators are a weekly segment where the two of us roll a die and two of us, three of us roll a die and the two high rollers. Which one were you omitting? Get to go see something good, or this week it was Winner's Choice, but the loser has to watch something shitty. This week it was Home Sweet Hell, but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Uh, Last week, Casey gave us the listener-suggested Dan Deacon album, Gloss Drop, and we will get another album and roll for movies next week. After we talk, what it was called? What did you just glass call it? drop? Gloss no, drop? No, you you're naming battles. Glass. Albums. Oh, I am naming battles albums. Gli- uh, Gliss riffer. Gliss glass riffer. Gliss. <laughs> Gliss. Gross riffer. Black mess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't get it. Now. Hot purry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who wants to go first on winner's choice here? Who? Uh, why don't you go? You haven't yeah, about I'm... anything. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Casey? I, I'm, I know I'm getting bored. <laughs> you um, were able to go see whatever you wanted. What did you end up going to see? I went and saw whatever I wanted, Dan. Yeah. What I wanted to see was the uh, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler comedy, oh. Sisters. Oh, yeah. All right. Is it? Okay, go. Let's see here. From 2015, this came out earlier this year. Nope, not something to talk about. Uh, I did not IMDb, see that. <laughs> uh, IMDb describes the plot of sisters as two sisters decide to throw one last house party before their parents sell their family home. This was okay. Now, and that is a uh, uh, that's a description of the entire plot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, written is, by mm-hmm. Paul Appel. Yes. Um, and directed by Jason Moore. All right. Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler Tina Fey. Um, go go for it. All right. Well, this movie, as a movie, is not good. Uh-huh. Because it's about two sisters yep. who decide to throw one last house party. Uh-huh. And that's all it's about. Okay. Um, that said, 
I don't think anybody's going into this movie expecting no. an intricate plot or anything. Yeah. And if you're not, this movie is fucking great. Oh, I just, really? Yeah, okay. Oh, it's, man. I basically so much like Baby Mama. Baby Mama No, well, Baby funny. Mama is a laborious mess. I'm sorry for the pun. I just got that. <laughs> I <now>. liked <laughs> Baby Mama just... But I felt like when I saw the trailers for Sisters, I was like, that's going to be like Baby Mama, a movie where the plot is the boilerplate, and then because the people are in it are funny, I'm like, but I hey. Think, I think Baby Mama tried to be too much of a movie. Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, Sisters just goes, okay, the backdrop is a house party, and... um. Now, here's a showcase of a bunch of funny people you've seen on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah great. And that's all it is. And it's and as such, it's fucking great. Because you know who's fucking hilarious? Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Always. Yeah. So yeah. you've got them doing funny little things. And there, there's little drawbacks every once in a while. But again, you don't go into this movie expecting anything. Yeah. So they're funny. And then it's like... Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. And Bobby Moynihan comes in playing this character. Basically, the conceit is that, you know, they try to, they used to throw epic parties at this house. So they're going to throw another epic uh, high school party with all of their friends from yeah. high school, except everybody shows up to the party and they're all um, uh, adults with kids. And that really, that really touched me because everybody is just boring as fuck and nobody knows how to party. <laughs> so they just get a bunch of drugs and stuff. And, or, <laughs> Uh, you know that's the whole thing, yeah. uh, but uh, Bobby Moynihan shows up as the um, he was like the wacky funny guy, but yeah. like he's like always telling puns and jokes, and it was never funny and it was just painful. But yeah. they invited him because they felt sorry for him, kind of thing. And then he ends up taking a whole bunch of drugs accidentally, <laughs> and then he he's fucking hilarious because Bobby Moynihan is hilarious. Yeah. Um, another standout is um, Maya Rudolph. And uh, she looks funny was, in the trailer. This yeah. was a movie that the trailer had what uh, Dan Harmon um, yeah. called uh, Monopoly Man. Monopoly Man, <laughs> which we, <laughs> which I said flawlessly just now. <laughs> yeah, which if you didn't hear the episode where we talked about that, it's basically uh, they described it as you, setting up your own joke in a way that feels very cheap. <laughs> so the example they use is in Ace Ventura 2 when... The guy comes downstairs who looks all rich and he has a monocle and he's got this like woman on his arm and and Jim Carrey goes over to him and he says like you look like the Monopoly Man or whatever and it's like well yeah. you wrote him as that or it's just like a prefabricated yeah. off the cuff joke yeah and they and said it's gross. and they were saying in the trailer they give her like a big uh, like rest look looks like a wrestling belt and then they mm. say how was the world championship or whatever which I laughed at really hard when I saw it in the trailer yeah, yeah. <laughs> because honestly sometimes that can it can be, be funny, funny yeah. sure. it it's cheap it is a cheap thing to do but sometimes it can be really fun. Yeah. And in this instance, it actually was because they ripped on her for a little while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, people do it. wear those big belts. Yeah. And it does look really stupid. Right. Not everyone's walking around looking like Monopoly guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Said that shit. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you said each word perfectly. And I'm jealous. Yeah. I think you should say sorry about <laughs> no, your pronunciation. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now get on with playing the game of life, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, it, and again, it it, it it resolves in whatever way. Craziness ensues yeah. and the house, uh, you know, gets predictably... Bashed up. Yeah, smashed up. But then the movie resolves and I could spoil it for you. 
uh, or not, I'm doesn't sure matter. You, you don't. Yeah, 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 I know. None of it matters. See, I'm but, really, like, that's refreshing to me that there's just a comedy full of funny people in yeah. a basic situation. I can just watch them be funny and you know not give a shit about the story. And that's too much. That's why we have all these uh, you know two hour long comedies today. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care about this yeah. story because the story is never that fucking good. Yeah, it just now they've written too much of a fucking story and they've got to. And I don't this know. is. A two-hour movie. Is it two hours? It's like Why? an hour and 57 or something, Jesus. but it doesn't, but it, it, it but just flies funny, by because it's okay. funny the entire way through. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's a couple little things. There's a, and, and this isn't spoiling anything because <clears throat> it's in the trailer, uh, Ike Barinholtz uh, inexplicably plays him. the um, the romantic male lead, yeah. which is fucking awesome because he lost a bunch of weight and got kind of bigger for, uh, for his role in... Um, What's that fucking uh, the villains, the DC villains? Oh, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide oh. Squad. Is he in that? Yeah, he is. Oh, um, and so he's and but he's genuinely really funny, and yeah, he's yeah. good at playing like a charming guy. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a point where he gets something up in the his butt. butt. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's in the trailer too. Yeah, yeah. and and it's kind of like not necessary. No. Yeah. It, it just feels a little bit like okay now you're now you're just throwing a trope at me sure. uh when it didn't really need to be there but it was also just like well that's forgivable because I'm not watching a real movie. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um and then there's a there's a scene where uh their their parents are played by James Brolin and Diane Weist. Nice. Oh. It's like oh they're fun. That's yeah. great. You know, they're not given a lot to do or anything. Yeah. And there's just a scene where they show up and see what everything that's going on and they just swear for a while and the conceit is that it's funny to watch James Berlin and Diane Weist say fucking cunt. Yeah. Um, but it's not. No. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, don't do not do that because that's awkward. But again, doesn't matter. I'm not watching a real yeah, movie. on to the yeah, next yeah. thing. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would I would highly suggest this if you're like hungover someday. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you just want something light. Super fun. Sweet. All right. Yeah, I'll take that Now, yeah, I, I like that the trailers were funny and then, yeah, it got mixed reviews and I was like, oh, wait, but I'm glad that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Because I like those kinds of movies. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I kept flashing back to when I saw Vacation, the mm-hmm, new yeah. Vacation remake. I've been meaning to watch that. Um, you you really might as yeah. well. Because there's some really solid laughs. Bad movie, really solid laughs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these days, that's a, that is a viable um, conveyance of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a shitty movie yeah. with funny stuff in it. Um, mm. All right. So that was Sisters. Yeah. Greg? Oh, yeah. no, I'm sorry. Sister Act. That's uh, what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you watch, Greg? I saw Hateful Eight. Okay. Hey. Yeah, I don't need to look uh, that up on yeah, IMDb. Quentin eighth, Tarantino's new movie. Yeah, his eighth movie. Yeah. I was crazy excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Waiting I for it all year long. It. Crazy. Huge cast yeah, full of uh, uh, just so many amazing people. Um. So yeah. Uh, I was pretty disappointed. Yeah. Really. I really was. Um, really? Let's see. How do I go about this? Um, <laughs> e- easily my least favorite Tarantino movie. Um, I'm I the the more I think about it, the more I want to put it in my top. I was going to say top ten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's easily in my top eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like top five maybe. Yeah, because uh, it's so entertaining. Yeah, you see, I didn't find it all that entertaining. I found the first hour or so fairly flat to go through it i didn't feel like usually i mean i love his dialogue i love how fucking colorful and bananas it is but it just it wasn't getting there for me and i just was like waiting to feel engaged and waiting to feel entertained that's the i think the biggest thing i get out of tarantino movies is maybe not like deep complex thought all the time but i'm fucking entertained always and this time i was just like 
it'll get there. It'll get there. It'll get there. Yeah. And then it just like it wasn't really getting there. I mean, it, parts of it did. I don't think this was a pile of shit uh, for a film at all. But with Django, all the end bombs yeah. totally made sense, and they have a purpose to be there. And this time, there were so many of them that I started to feel... I guess uncomfortable is the word. I was just like, it's too much. I'm like, I don't need to hear this fucking word over I will, and over and I, over and over, I, and over and stop hitting this woman in the face. It's not entertaining or moving a story. It's like all of it was. Just oh, I too thought that was absolutely necessary. I will agree. I will agree. In the first hour, in the first the, hour, it was just too much. The the uh, use of the of the n word started to feel like like they might as well have been saying the the words Quentin Tarantino yeah, uh, as yeah. opposed to the N word because that's just his word now. Yeah. I've just... even said it in my own movie. That's my word now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like no, fuck off with that. But I think that uh, that them hitting her in the face as much as they did yeah. uh was pretty true to form as much as using the n-word so much was because they did all the time yeah. you know back then it wasn't even a bad word necessarily yeah um uh, you know to to their you know stunted minds or whatever but right. uh, but i mean she was just another um another shitty crook yeah no i get that but it was still difficult to watch for an hour like before things turned into a little bit more of a story that first hour was just a lot of brutality that I didn't really feel any substance but I also to. felt like she played tough enough that it was fine yeah well fair enough and uh, I'm pr- I'm probably nitpicking there a bit but for me it was just I didn't like seeing that over and over it was just getting to be like Jesus Christ anyway so then the movie finally started to get some wheels under it for me uh, and I was because I like watching a slow build, like yeah. who's everybody in the room. Like I don't if it's whether it's Reservoir Dogs, whether it's Clue, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's the thing, like who's who and why are we all here in this one little yeah. space? And I and I started to really take that shape. Uh, and then and so I was kind of like, oh, okay, well maybe then this is going to make up for the stuff I didn't like in the first hour. But then I felt that kind of fell off a cliff too. And I found the very like the last I don't know twenty minutes or something like that really. It lost me again. Okay. And then I found the very ending rather unsatisfying. It just didn't get somewhere for me. Now, these performances were, some of them, fucking exceptional. Walton Goggins is so good in it. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, really, really, and, uh, yeah, Sam Jackson, always entertaining. Always fucking entertaining. And I just think this is one of the best. Up. Yeah, he's uh, I don't, don't want to say that it's one of the best performances I've ever seen from him. No. But I think it, it's definitely one of the best Tarantino performances because you have to you have to categorize his brilliant performances. Yeah, mm-hmm. for um, sure. Uh, yeah, he, he's fucking phenomenal. Fucking yeah. uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is fucking She's amazing. Amazing. Like, amazing. Nothing short of amazing because she takes what is sort of a weird classic, not weird, but like sort of a classic old time movie stereotype kind of thing and turns mm-hmm. her into a genuine person. Yeah. But still is also big. Like there's still a bigness to her performance. Yeah. And I loved her. Good, I don't know how she did it. No, she's really fantastic. And I loved the weird chemistry between her and Kurt Russell. Uh, the way they bounced off each other was great. He was awesome just walking around swinging his John Wayne vibe. And yeah. Everybody was like a little bit of Jack Burton in there. It was like, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Kurt, and it's hard for me to not enjoy a movie where Kurt Russell is fucking awesome in it. Mm-hmm. It's not that I hated this movie, and I absolutely did not. But I had a different kind of hope for it as far as an entertaining piece. And I feel hope. like 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like this didn't just really get there for me because it was so long and so much of it was uh, inconsequential. Um, uh, it, so much of it was just oh, hack. It, it almost like the war, the things that you try and hope his movies aren't really, or okay. what he does. You know, like when he starts to use a word too much, or if he, when he yeah he is just there to be like, look at how fucking crazy I'll I'll say this in a movie. Yeah, some of it, you know, and it's it just it didn't it didn't have the artistic legs for me or the. Uh, the depth as some or uh, that the, the last few movies have had because he's had a kind of a turn in his filmmaking yeah. and I don't think this gets there like Inglorious Bastards does okay. or like Django does. There's some some kind of beauty of artistry is not landing in this movie for me mm-hmm. and I'm really I was just so bummed out that it wasn't there that it didn't ever take me as far as I wanted to go with one of his movies yeah. where I'll I'll swallow all the obscenities and all the yeah. the, the disgusting nature of things where I can get see the beauty of them too. This one was just just a bit too gross. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> that's that's crazy. I, I think it was so well crafted. Yeah. And I uh, think it was well crafted in a way. I think it was a movie that I never would have expected Quentin Tarantino to make. Yeah. And it's very much a Quentin Tarantino movie, but yeah. it's also very, uh, a very different movie for him. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. And as a result, I, I really, really loved it. Yeah. 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 My, most yeah. people did. I'm very much not. Well, no, I don't. Here. I don't know that most people did. I think it is a very divisive movie. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I haven't really talked to anybody, either. and uh, you know, it's uh, maybe I'm not. I'm sleep deprived, and uh, you know, I'm having my first two weeks of being a dad and <laughs> stuff like that. So maybe an incredibly violent movie like that is, you know, it's, sometimes because your perspective changes what yeah. you'll view. I don't think mine will that much. I like a good violent movie as much as yeah. anybody. But uh, it's perhaps I'm not seeing the deeper layers. Maybe yeah. I'm just watching something too surface at this point because I haven't slept like a normal human being for two <laughs> weeks. But yeah. it, but there was something. There, it was lacking the substance for me to be that uh, brutal. Sure. Which I was. Yeah, was, I'm sad to say because I was. I was. I don't know if I was more. Ex- the only thing I was more excited about all year was Star Wars. Yeah. Or Mad Max, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Well, Dan, I mean, I guess you're <laughs> going to be the tiebreaker. So uh, next yeah. next uh, next week, you'll have to come in and tell us. I uh, will. Tarantino list. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Fullate or Casey Fullate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that word Fullate in there. <laughs> okay. Can I tell you, I like it. Well, I'm either going to Fullate Greg <laughs> or I'm going to Fullate Casey. Well, is that, I, I either feel way, like hateful, it's going to be streaming live. Yeah. Hateful Greg or hateful Casey doesn't really work. No. <laughs> um, no, Greg Fillate isn't the way you would think it would yeah. work, but. Um, well, I got to say, speaking of disappointments, speaking of. <laughs> oh, I don't expect to be offensive. <laughs> Casey, I have a few things to talk to you about. <laughs> um, I stayed at home and I, I watched a film. That is out on DVD. It is called mm. Home Sweet Hell. Yeah. Uh, this is a film that stars Katherine Heigl and Patrick Wilson and is directed by Anthony Burns. IMDb describes the plot of this film as Don Champagne seems to have it all. But when oh. his wife. <laughs> what? When his wife. <laughs> Go back. Nope. <laughs> Don Champagne. Next. Don like D-O-N or D-A-W? D-O-N. So, Don Champagne yeah. seems to have it all, but when his wife, oh, Mona, see. learns of Don's affair with a pretty new sales girl, Mona will stop at nothing to maintain their storybook life. This is a dark comedy 
uh, or is trying to be a comedy, uh, that scored 22 on Metacritic. Uh, just got, you know, offensively bad reviews because this is an offensively bad movie. I don't even know where to begin with this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember the last time I was this upset watching a movie, and I can't remember (laughs) the last time I was this bewildered at a movie that just so doubles, double downs on its tone and what it's trying to do with its kind of dark comedy and and is doubling down so wrongfully. So how it does is, this movie perceive dark comedy? This movie doesn't because it doesn't understand any of the parts of what makes a dark comedy work. It doesn't understand how to be funny. It doesn't understand that just making a movie about like a suburban family that involves dark things is is they think like they can't get that right. They they don't understand how to 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 do anything. Every scene in this movie is bad. Every scene that follows is worse, and it, <laughs> like, from the beginning, it just doesn't work. Like, the movie opens with, like, her, coming, um, Catherine Heigl coming home, Mona, and the dad, uh, Patrick Wilson, is there, Mona. and he's, like, doing Jonathan. something in the kitchen, and she comes in and sees that, like, the knives are, are wrong, and she goes over and, like, moves them and goes, like, Grr! and I'm like, ka-chunk, and it's like, whoa, she's supposed to be aggressive and that's supposed to set the tone but it, like it just doesn't work from in from well she's a really terrible actress yeah, yeah. Have you seen a Catherine heigl movie before oh, i wasn't knocked up yeah i have and they're yeah, all they're terrible um well yeah i haven't seen all of them so i can't say they're all bad but <laughs> they're all bad yeah yeah and but it, but it's not her fault like she is giving her all to this character and it's just a terrible movie and a terrible character and it's poorly written and nothing works comedically like she's doing a fine job at like I'm gonna get into this mean role and be real like you know over the top and I'm gonna go for it like it could have worked if the movie knew anything about how to be funny or like it's basically well then that, see that is maybe her fault then because there's a way that you have to do that if you're gonna perform comedy but I don't think... and have it in be in a dark sense or be yeah. ugly you got to know how to let people know that it's still okay yeah. who the fuck I don't remember who the hell told me. I remember hearing a story about uh, being in a uh, at a table read or whatever, and Martin Short came in yeah. and did a pratfall, and everybody lost it. And yeah. then someone else tried to do it and didn't really know how to do it. Yeah. And everyone was just concerned that they got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I did, and they learned, like, oh, there's something. It's yeah. not just falling down. There's a way to do no, it. No, yeah. you, you have to convey that that you're in control of the comedy. Right. Yeah, and I but agree. But it still has to look like you fell. Yeah. yeah, like so. I mean, you have to, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play dark comedy, yeah. and you're gonna deal with difficult yeah. sub- subject matter, you have to still let people know that it's yeah, not no. Just I 100 percent agree, <laughs> but I think the difference with this uh, scenario is that it nobody would have saved the movie, right? Like, there's no way well, to do what the movie is trying to do right because yeah. it's just all wrong, right. right? And she's doing it fine. Like, she's really putting in the work, and she's She's, like, pretty good at being, like, straight-faced and mean and stuff, but it's just nothing in the movie on, from page to, like, anything. It, it Like, the whole movie, I was just like, this is awful. This sucks so much. Yeah, <laughs> And you, I uh, hate every minute of yeah, it. Your message really does it. It is fucking terrible. And the, the movie is basically about, like, this guy named Don Champagne who owns, like, a, like a rug and furniture store. And he 
hires this like sexy new you know uh like storefront manager and he can't tell his wife that it's a woman because all dudes want in the world of this movie is to like fuck and like get their boners out and shit like the the movie is just like like this movie is offensive to both it's so it's super misogynistic but it's also really just awful across the board like the only women in this movie that aren't her are like shrews and sluts and stuff but also all the men are just like oh i can't see boobs without being like oh, i want to fuck them like <laughs> <laughs> like or or they're like the most disgusting like it's it's few, it's like a masculine fantasy gone awry but but it's just offensive across the board. Uh, like um, this has been our thing lately. Yeah, really offensive comedies. Yeah, yeah. Think like a man and ridiculous six. Totally. Yeah. It's just like because um, what's his name? Um, Patrick Wilson. No, uh, James Belushi plays like oh, this right. guy that works James with Belushi him. is in it. Yeah. <laughs> you really buried the lead here. All you really had to do yeah, is I, say James Belushi. We said that like, last week. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like the guy that he works with and he's like, hey, good to have a nice piece of like eye candy around the office. Hey, ha ha ha. Because my wife's at home. She's got Crohn's disease. She's always farting and pooping or oh, I hate her. And it's like, that's oh, like so mean. That's and, not funny. And they that's play mean. it and they play it as like, there's like a scene where they have a party and his wife is there and she like runs to the washroom and it's supposed to be like, Oh, because she's got Crohn's disease. <laughs> and I'm like, this is like offensive to Crohn's disease humans. Is a horrible it's disease. awful. And they make light of it. It's like, Oh, now I can at least go to my work and ogle a woman. Like, because I can't with my wife because she's got a disease. It's, like, not funny. And and it's just across the board not funny. And the uh. whole plot of the movie is he eventually sleeps with her. Uh, he eventually sleeps with the woman he hires because she's, like, she really, like, aggressively comes on to him because it turns out that she is a part of this, like, skeezy operation to try and, like, blackmail him for money. And there's these, like, tattooed ruffians that are going to, like that are getting her to do it so that they can embezzle blackmail money or like, it's just stupid. And, uh-huh. and then the whole movie is, uh, they, the wife finds out and finds out that like, they're asking for all this money. And so she's like, well, we have to kill her then I guess. And so we'll poison her and then we'll like chop her body up and then we'll, she'll go missing and everyone will be looking for her and, and the clues are going to come back to us. So then the rest of the movie is just them trying to like figure out how to get out of this. Like they work together kind of, and he's unwittingly cause he's so like, you know, not masculine. He's like, oh, 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 I can't do this. Like, yeah. and she's just like chopping bodies up and bloods come like all over her face when she's doing it. Like they do like an American psycho thing with her. Right. And then just, and it's never funny. And the I movie, wonder if they think that that's empowering that they're like, what if the no, woman they was just, the psycho? They just think what they're doing is, is like, what a crazy role reversal. Like that's, I, they don't, they just think like, Oh, this guy who's so meek and ballless, and she's going to be doing all these things, and the comedy comes out of how he doesn't want to do it, but she's doing it, like, and really going for it, and how it that sounds, scares him because she sounds really old timey. It like, is. It sounds like the whole conceit of it is is not something that would be written yeah. today by anyone, and it's just like it, it's the kind of movie that ends on a note where the spoiler of the movie is they finally get away with everything. And and things are restored to normal, and she has her perfect like life back again because she's super upset. Like like this movie to the point 
tries to bring up like mental health and like how she has kind of like OCD. There's some, there's a lot of like a couple scenes where she's doing things multiple times and counting it. And it's kind of like a joke that she's so crazy, but then they like try to approach like, Oh, there's something wrong with her. And it's like, yeah. And they're trying to just make a joke out of it. It's like, no, this person is somebody who needs help. And you're just making her like the fun, crazy villain of your movie. And it's so offensive. But then eventually at the end of the movie, he like kills her. And then he like smiles about it, and it's like finally now I have my life back. And he takes the kids and drives away. And then it thinks to it thinks it's like a cool, funny like what a what a crazy moment that at the end of the movie the film fades to black with the sound of like one of the skeezy tattooed guys that was in on this like crazy embezzlement whatever money stealing ring like drives with like drives with them on a. Like they drive away into the sunset, and then at the last second, this guy on a motorcycle that you know from earlier in the movie, one of the bad guys, shows up, and the movie fades to black. And then you hear, ostensibly, the guy on the motorcycle shoot them with a gun, and the kids start scre- like the, the children start screaming, and like funny music comes up, like they got their comeuppance. <laughs> You're like, you ended your movie on the idea that it's a joke that a guy came and murdered them. But not only that, he murdered his children's mother. Yeah. Jesus. It's just like it's it's shockingly and, and and it's all wrong and the movie doesn't nobody seems to understand it. And you watch this but movie is that where it's played solely for laughs or is it like is there like a sort of like It's like it's played as this dark thing happened and then they got like, you know, oh, what a crazy twist of fate that they got murdered at the end of the movie and then they like fade up, fade to the credits with like a kind of like raindrops are falling on like kind of like upbeat quirky song but and it's like no you just yeah, think it's gross. oh i'll put a, a a quirky you know vibraphone kind of indie quirk music over something dark happening and that makes it dark comedy yeah and it's just nobody understands that not like you just watch this movie with your mouth agape thinking no like they just kept doubling down and saying further 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 and nobody ever said this isn't funny this is offensive to everybody just let's not do this <laughs> and you wish that they did say that yeah it's wow. fucked it's fucked what a bunch of garbage what it's a bummer. awful it's literally the worst movie i saw this year easily one of the worst movies i saw this year maybe yeah. ever who wrote it <clears throat> i'm looking that up right now let's see here also Did we lose cable lo- guy? What? We, <laughs> we lost viewers with my rant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, wrote an episode of the Facts of Life. <laughs> in 19- it was the one where <laughs> Tootie killed Mindy Cohn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, one episode of the Facts of Life in 1985, and then this movie. Oh, we got one heart. Somebody liked. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody wants to see Mindy Cohn dead. Uh, yeah, it's it's unbelievably bad. I was yeah, uh, I was upset the whole time. I can't believe this got made, and yeah. everybody involved should be ashamed. What a bunch of shit! Yeah, Damn, what a bummer. Yeah, um, but we did get to listen to an album at Casey's hand. That's right. Uh, tell us why you gave us Gliss Riffer by uh, Dan Deacon, his fourth studio album. Well, Dan, I'm glad you asked uh, because uh, who are you waving at? Waving Anyone at the waving at the five people watching us. Okay, hi. Interaction. Where do you see the five? Down the corner. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Mm. Keep giving us those hearts, baby. Yeah. Um, I picked this because a listener whose name uh, escapes me right now, I'm sorry, uh, was like, hey, why don't you, uh, I would like to know what you guys think about this. Yeah. Who are you waving at Emma now? says hello. Hi, Hi Emma. <laughs> Thanks for the hearts. Yep. Um, 
Uh, yeah, so this uh, album is Glycerifer from uh, uh, Dan Deacon. Yeah, and he basically said this is... It's I, an I, album that he really loves. Yeah, and I, and I feel like there was an element of I, I, I didn't think I would love it, but it became one of my favorites kind of deal. Ooh, right. right, and he really wanted to know what we think of <laughs> yeah. it because we are foremost tastemakers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and what we say... Brian goes. Klein? Yeah, Brian yes. Klein. That's there we the man. Go. And, I, and I feel like I think that this was a cool one to give to us because... I know that in the past we've had a few episodes where we've discussed electronic music, um, and I know Greg and I are a little bit more into electronic music than Casey, but Casey likes some electron- electronic music. It's kind of been a sort of figuring out of where we all stand with electronic music that I think is a very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So had had you guys ever heard much Dan Deacon? Never. None. This was okay. the first Dan Deacon. I'd heard him speak. Mm-hmm. He was a guest on Jordan Jesse Go, which is a po- popular podcast I enjoy listening to. Uh-huh. Um, and I thought, oh, this guy seems kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, and I know that he does like a lot of their their uh, cruises and stuff like that um, uh, as entertainment. So yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this will yeah. be, uh, be a good... Uh, a little foray into yeah. him. Yeah, and I had heard some of his songs. I, I had actually given his last record, America, a, a real chance, and I and I enjoyed some of it, but I'd never, I'd only heard kind of like this and that yeah. for the most part. Um, so this was cool to listen to. What, what, how do you guys want to start talking about it? Uh, I, I'll say that I that I found myself with this album having to kind of keep at it, but yeah. I feel like I hit a point a couple days ago where I was like. I like it. I, I'm into this album, but it took me a little bit of getting through. I, I was like, I, li- I like what this is doing, but I actually felt like the last couple times I listened to it, I felt like almost, oh, there's the melodies and there's the hooks. Yeah, so all of a sudden, I, it's coming me out I, to me. I liked it on my first listen. Yeah. I was like, I like this. Cool. There's yeah. nothing wrong with any of this. I don't know that I want to keep, keep yeah. hitting it. But, you know, it's uh, listen to it all week, so throw it on while yeah. I was doing whatever around the house and it is kind of an album of two sides there's yeah. like some more pop songs in the first half and then it gets a little bit more just uh, I don't want to say there, experimental but, yeah. but a little bit the songs bit. are longer and yeah yeah the, the second half is a different animal and uh, but I was I, more and more exposure to it I liked it more and more and it yeah. does at its best it's like uh, I don't mean this in a slight kind of way at all but it, when it when he starts to be like LCD Sound System Junior yeah um, it works really well because mm-hmm. there are some really weirdly, um, uh, weirdly textured pop songs going yeah. on here that are, I don't really fun. Mm-hmm. There's a, kind of an element of darkness to uh, LCD sound system music, and that's not here. Yeah, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I really liked about this album. Mm-hmm. I, I, by and large, by the end of the album, it does start to fall apart a little bit for yeah. me. But what I really, really like about it is that it's at its essence very poppy and very accessible. Yeah. But he kind of mires that accessibility in layers and yeah. layers and layers of sound. Yeah. And it's so much sound and it's yeah. so much for your brain to process all yeah. at once that it uh, ends up, the music ends up being very heavy mm-hmm. and not in, in tone or like, uh, yeah. but, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. That classic song is, <laughs> um, but it's, uh, but the music is incredibly thick and there's yeah. so many things to digest all at once. 
and so it becomes very accessible music that you have to fight to yeah. access. And I think that's... And I really enjoy that because cool. it feels uh, like a challenge to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like I really the, dig that. The first song, Feel the Lightning, the first couple times I listened to this album, I remember thinking it, it wasn't grabbing me. But then like earlier today, it was, you know, I'd listened to it twice today because I knew I wanted to, to kind of get yeah. you know, a last couple listens in. And, yeah. and like those last two times I listened to it, I was like... It was almost like I'd like wiped a window and I could see through. I was like, "Oh, this is what's been going on under here, and it's super catchy, and yeah. it's like really interesting." <laughs> yeah. But the first couple times I listened to it, I was like, "This is just kind of all hitting me at once, and I can't pick through it." So that was really interesting because I really like when music does that. Me too, and I find that this type of thing, this kind of dense layering of of, of sound, can be irresponsibly done mm-hmm. can just be like putting a bunch of shit over top of a bunch of shit and then that becomes uh sort of like the preconception of of integrity or something sure. yeah but i think there's a point to it with this music yeah and yeah. it's and it's really well done uh, i really dug this album yeah yeah no, I, 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 I thought really it, was, it was quite good I'll, I'll keep listening to it mm-hmm. yeah. there's a lot of stuff that we get with you know when we have either pleasant surprises or you know our eyes open to an artist or it's a nice experience when we listen to it just for the episode and then a lot of things i don't go back to but yeah uh, you know every once in a while you find one that will continue i'll, mm-hmm. I'll listen to this again for sure yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. gonna go back to america the album i want to hear yeah. something else i think is the, america was even more like like not concept based but it was even yeah. more kind of like th- trying to be a thematic thing right yeah this yeah. was a little bit more like here's a bunch of cool stuff yeah yeah and, yeah it is cool and I, I i'm glad that uh, it was recommended by a listener because i never ever would have heard this mm-hmm. album in my entire life otherwise yeah yeah there's no way. yeah so uh, thank you yeah yeah um well now <laughs> what uh what Brian Klein? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I keep wanting... I'm sorry, Brian. I keep wanting to call you Toby Keith. <laughs> and I don't know why. Wow. Uh, Toby Keith is like <laughs> yeah. a country guy. Sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah. He Thank had you, that great Brian. song, Thank Rock you. and Roll Man Time. I can't guess, man. Well, now I'll give you guys my pick. Yeah. Another week where you I was... have to. Going... Okay. No. Another week where I was going around in my mind thinking this or that. And I even almost switched in the last second talking about electronic music that does that kind of... Here's a bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. But I'm going to go with what I picked today because it was an album I listened to today that I thought, oh, this is a really cool album, and I feel like this band doesn't get their due. And they were a band in the 90s that, for a brief, brief moment, kind of seemed like a band that were going to be this big deal and then didn't really become a big deal. Please be collective soul. Please be collective soul. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. so, so I'm going to give you an album from 1993 by the band Girls Against Boys. Mm. Uh, Venus, Venus Luxure ba- Number One Baby is the name of the album. This is uh, I can't I can't remember if this is their second or third album, but basically they were a kind of dark, but also poppy take on post hardcore. But they had two bassists, and they're kind of really heavy, but they're not heavy in the way you would think it. Yeah, and and they're kind of groovy in, in a way, in a weird way. I just think that this album is playing with a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, and they were kind of like hyped as this really cool sexy band that's going to be the next big break and and it never really happened because they put out a couple of really shitty albums <laughs> <laughs> like they put out two more i think after this that are uh, pretty awesome and then they signed to a major label and were like let's put out garbage <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah terrific so i'd like to know what you guys yeah, think of this. i don't i've never heard yeah. them before at all so I'm, no i've recognized the name and that's yeah. it yeah, yeah so i'm interested to see what you guys think for sure you- we'll tell you Oh, uh-huh. I might see that. Maybe I'll be coy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh man, so that's it for film roulette uh, yeah. in terms of our reviews. Right. Yeah, so now we got to rolls. Yeah. Where is the die? Okay, so we got a Google. If you if you Google dice roller or, or roll a die, Google has a built in uh, built in thing for it. Mm-hmm. So shouts out to Google, Casey. Yeah, come over here and roll. Well, All you got to do is click. What roll. are we? Uh, we didn't talk. Oh about yeah, yeah, yeah. What we're rolling for. Yeah, we're gonna do. I I I I I have to interject on our idea. Okay. Yeah, because there is. We were gonna do. We're talking about doing. Uh, what's it? Stupid grandpa. What the hell is it called? Stupid grandpa. That's grandpa. Gross, gross. Gross gramps. Gross gramps. No, that should have been called. Which that. does look uh, gross. bad, uh, but looks like maybe just another offensive comedy. Yeah, which we've done a lot of. And I, but there's another. Uh, somebody else is trying their own Hunger Games again. Oh yeah. yeah, Chloe Grace Moretz wants one. Oh no, Aliens: fifth The Fifth wave, wave, and it looks fucking horrible. <laughs> the the trailer horrible. itself is so boring. Yeah, I I, think I watched the, the trailer and I was in, like, I kind of. Oh, oh, you oh like, boy. not really. I, no, of course not. And because this might be multiple films, which is always fun for. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is because franchise. I'm sure it's based on some mm-hmm. idiot's book. I feel like I feel like that's okay. the. Uh, do you guys agree on Periscope? Should we do the fifth wave? If you agree, give us several. Give hearts. us a million hearts. Just keep hearts clicking it. <laughs> versus the aliens. Oh, people don't want to see that. Oh my god. Or. They aren't watching. There they oh, are. Yeah, There's some hearts. Thank yeah, you. Keep yeah. them coming. Don't ever stop. Never, <laughs> I think that's the okay because yeah, there's uh, they want a you know a franchise out of this. Yeah, so there might be three of okay. these movies. You're right, which would be hilarious. Yeah, and and gross gramps will probably be around. We can I'm always sure pick we that can next week. watch again some other time. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, Casey, go over and click the Google roll, and I'll make a little uh, die rolling sound. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. Uh, All you got to do is click it. I don't understand technology. (laughs) That's a two. Oh, fuck this thing. I don't don't trust it. I'm going to roll. Here we go. I've rolled a six. Mm -hmm. All right. Greg is rolling now, too. No, I'm not going to watch this fucking movie. One, 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 That's one. a three. Ooh. Thanks, Google. Fifth wave. Fifth no. wave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are. No. Yeah. I will go and see that other one. No, no you're going to go see the fifth wave. Oh, God, that Divergent movie took for fucking ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this is not going to be better. <laughs> hey, maybe it'll be great. Yeah. Huh? Nope. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right. Well. Oh, fuck this noise. Yeah. That's Until wonderful. Until next film roulette, that is the end of film roulette. Um, is there anything else for us to get to? I don't know. Uh, is there anything that we want to do here? Uh, well, as we did mention a bunch of times that we threw to Periscope, yeah. we're we're gonna try and get on this technology bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we'll announce. Yeah, some half-assed plan we have. No, it's <laughs> not half-assed. Um, yeah, we're we're going to be. Uh, Kind of starting up a, a, a YouTube type of situation. Yeah, yeah. So we'll try and you know I got a <laughs> webcam and we we all got some laptops. So we're gonna try and do a little live stream session. Yeah. Um, it'll be just like the happen. podcast, but we're gonna be jerking it the whole time. <laughs> 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 I've got a lot of hearts. Oh for yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody would very much like to see us jerk. finally. Yeah. <laughs> I knew if I listened for 200 episodes, yeah. eventually I'd start to see them. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know if that was Taylor, Myos, or Emma. <laughs> the, of, the, of the people that I saw pop up there watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we're going to try and get get a little bit on that action. Um, mm. 
but I guess that's the end of the episode. Is there anything yeah. else? I don't know. We know. Two, uh, been 200 episodes. Yeah, this is our yeah. 200th episode. We, yeah. we haven't uh, made anything of that yet. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. 200. Let's uh, let's give. I sh- hate you guys. <laughs> I feel like we should have accomplished something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we did something. Yeah. Um. Well, what about uh, let's say to people that are still listening yeah. all the way to the end of the episode? Yeah. Um, How let about us you start paying us? Pay us. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why don't you message us at info at modernsuperior.com and let us know uh, any of your favorite bits, things that you laughed really hard at recently. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know some thoughts about, you know, things that made you laugh, what what you think was good, and yeah, inside did jokes that you like thought a, were super funny. Because at 100, we did an episode. Should we do a thing? And so if a enough... Best of type of thing? Yeah, yeah, if enough people message us like, I loved this thing, and, and if you can, let us know what episode it was in. Yeah. We'll see yeah. if we can do a little best of, you know... Sure thing yeah like we did last time yeah mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. dang yeah well but uh i think we did it until yeah. then mm-hmm. we will see you next wednesday goodbye internet bye mm-hmm. internet and uh the extra f in steven dorf stands for fuck <laughs> there's a ghost at the end of steven dorf yeah <laughs> that ghost name is fuck <laughs> there's a fuck at the end of steven dorf <laughs> been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.